Welcome to Aphesis Church Podcast Channel. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina area, we would love to get to know you better and for you to experience what Aphesis is all about. If you would like more information about us, please visit our website at aphesischurch.com. It is our prayer that this message truly speaks to you. God bless. The message that I have today, I'll be honest with you, it's not the first time I've preached it, but I feel it. I feel it down here. I feel it down here. And uh, I feel it right now. And so I want I want the Lord to move today. Turn with me to Psalms chapter 51, verse 17. Very familiar passage of Scripture. Uh, I, a long time ago, I decided that I wasn't a deep preacher. I was, I quit trying to find something new that nobody had ever thought of. I just want to preach. I want to, I want, what I say to touch somebody. And so you you know this scripture, but we're going to read it again today. Psalms chapter 51, verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Let's pray. Jesus, I need you today. Lord, I feel this message way down inside. And I've asked you several times to to help me. Because I know if you don't help me, ain't nothing going to get done here today. But Jesus, if you can help me, that's all that matters. And so Jesus, I want you to reach out and touch somebody today. In Jesus' name, amen. The art of broken pieces. The art of broken pieces. Now, if you and I were going out looking for a plate, a bowl, a coffee cup, I love coffee cups. Uh, If I was looking for a a coffee cup, I would look for one that didn't have cracks in it. I look for one that didn't have chips or stains or uh, hadn't been broken and glued back together. That's what I would look for. But that's not what God looks for. God looks for the one that's broken. He looks for the one that's got pieces missing. That abuse and and uh, life and bad treatment has broken it and even some of the pieces are lost. Nobody knows where they are. Nobody knows what happened. And and pretty much it's an old cup, and so nobody cares much about it. That's what God looks for. He looks around, and he sees, wow, there's one with a bunch of pieces missing. I'll take that home. I'll work on that. Yeah. He, he looks around, and he finds a pile of, of shards, and he scoops them up, and he takes them home, and, and very painstakingly, he begins to put them together yes. until finally he's got it all built back. There is, uh, well, let me, let, before I go there, let me uh, say this. 
It's not until a grain of wheat falls to the ground, is broken, and dies that it grows, producing hundreds of other seeds. The history of plants, people, and spiritual life has always been this way. God uses broken things. So if you're here today and you feel like you're broken, Maybe you've been in the church a long time, but you still feel like there's a piece missing. I want you to know that's exactly what God uses. God doesn't go looking for perfect vessels. He looks for broken vessels. Amen. He looks for broken vessels, even with pieces missing. With, with the, It seems there's no hope at all. That's what God is seeking today. So if you're a broken vessel today, I want you to know you're exactly what God's looking for. He doesn't search for vessels without imperfection. He's a specialist in rebuilding something beautiful from the ruins that the enemy has left. I'm sure most of you are aware there is an art uh, art form called kintsugi, kintsugi art. And Kintsugi art, uh, maybe put up the first picture. They take vessels, bowls, plates, uh, cups, uh, china, and they put them back together. And uh, they, uh, where the crack is, where the, where the, Two pieces come together. It's not just ugly glue, but the artist puts gold in it. He fills it with gold, silver, or platinum. And so this vessel is worth more now than it was before it was broken. Because an artist... An artist has taken his time. He has painstakingly found the right fit. And he's put it together. He he has sanded it off. He's he's used precious material to, to make the crack not just back together, but better. Hallelujah. The art of broken pieces. Uh, The next one. No, uh, okay, yeah, that one. That's the one I want. You can see that this this bowl, uh, there was a piece completely lost. Somebody, either out of carelessness or wasn't watching what they were doing or or maybe they... uh, put it in an oven and it got too hot or we don't know what happened. It doesn't matter what happened. The artist didn't care. He didn't care what happened to that vessel. He just saw a broken vessel and he said, you know, I can make something out of that. And so uh, he began to assemble it, put it back together. Okay, there's this piece, this piece, this piece. Okay, oh wow, I got a piece missing. What am I going to do? And so rather than just leave the gap, he fills it in with gold or silver or platinum. And so if your vessel is broken today, if if you feel like there's something that's lost and is irrecoverable, I want you to know that we're in the presence of a Kintsugi artist that can put that piece back together for you. He And if you can't find the piece, it doesn't matter. He'll fill it in with something else. 
I believe with all my heart God's talking to somebody today. It's a form of art that repairs broken china with gold, silver, or platinum. Or as a philosophy, kintsugi can be seen to have similarities to the Japanese philosophy of wabasabi. I, I suppose I'm pronouncing that right. It's not Spanish, so I don't know for sure. Um, in embracing uh, philosophy of wabi-sabi and embracing of the flawed or imperfect. Japanese aesthetics values marks of wear by the user of an object. This can be seen as rationale for keeping an object around even after it's broken. And as a justification of Kintsugi itself, highlighting the cracks and uh, highlighting the cracks and repairs is simply as simply an event in life in the life of an object rather than uh, allowing its service to end at the time of the damage or breaking. Isn't that kind of like what Jesus does with us? Amen. Is there anybody here that doesn't have a crack somewhere right. in your vessel? Right. Is there anybody here that maybe doesn't have a piece or two missing? Yeah. I don't mean up here. <laughs> I know I've got something missing up here, but uh, you know what I'm talking about? But Jesus has brought us all here together. And we don't know where the broken places are. We don't know where the cracks in the vessels are, but it doesn't matter because they're filled in with something more valuable than it started out with. There are various methods of, uh, of doing kintsugi. Uh, give me the, the picture of the plate first. Okay, this is called the crack method. The use of gold dust or resin or lacquer to attach broken pieces with minimal overlap or, or fill in from the missing pieces. Somebody dropped this plate and psh, you know how they do. And uh, went in all directions. Now, I don't know if this is China. I'm not all that smart about this kind of stuff, but... Uh, I I suppose it was probably a valuable plate. It fell and was broken, and somebody gathered up the pieces and took them to a kintsugi artist, and he put put it all back together and filled all the cracks in with gold. Then there's the piece method, that one with the piece missing, if you don't mind. The piece method where a replacement ceramic uh, fragment is not available, and the entirety of the addition is in gold, gold lacquer, or a gold lacquer compound. Uh, as I mentioned, th this piece was completely missing, but the artist was able to fill it in. So the vessel, even though before the artist got a hold of it, was, was unusable. Uh, now, ay, ay, ay. please forgive me if I switch to Spanish. Right. It's the first time I've preached in English in two years. It's un poco difícil también. But the piece is gone. But now the vessel that was before, not usable. Now it's not only usable, but it's a, it's a thing of beauty. It bespeaks of the care 
of the artist. It bespeaks and shows us his value, the value that he placed in that vessel. The person that broke it may not care, may not give a hoot about it, but the artist, now he's got his time invested and he's worked over it. And now it's not just a piece of ceramic, but it's, it's a bowl that's filled with gold and loving care of an artist. And this, then there's what they call the joint call. And I, I don't have a picture of that. I thought I did, but when I was looking back through my pictures, I, I didn't see it. But they will take uh, the, the, there's a piece missing, but it's maybe too big to fill in with gold, or maybe the artist thinks that it would be better to use a different type of material. And so he will take a different type of material and shape it to where it will fit into that spot. And he will, he will glue that in and then fill all the cracks in with gold again. And so you have a vessel that, yes, it, it glares that there's something that's happened here because this piece was missing, but a loving artist put in the broken piece. Then God picked up the pieces of my broken heart that day and he made me a new vessel. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I wonder how many broken vessels I'm talking to today. I wonder how many people have, if, if you could see what Jesus has done with them, you'll see gold where a crack used to be. You'll see You'll see a, a gold, a portion of gold where there used to be a piece of china or porcelain, but now it's gold because Jesus touched the life. Oh, Jesus. The Holy Ghost is in this place today. He's reaching for you. I want you to know Jesus is reaching for you. You just now thought that, oh, I don't know if he is, but I'm telling you that Jesus is reaching for you. Whoever said that, Jesus is reaching for you today. He can put it all back together. You say, but my marriage, it's broken and it's shattered, and there's nothing that can be done with it. No, al contraire. Jesus can fix it. It doesn't matter how broken it is. He's an artist. Hallelujah. God couldn't use Jacob until he broke his hip. There, you know the story. They're wrestling. Jacob is wrestling with the angel. And maybe at first the angel was wrestling with him and then it turned around. I don't know what happened. You heard all kinds of speculation about that. Doesn't know. The Bible doesn't, doesn't tell us for sure, and we don't know for sure. We just know that there was these two people wrestling. Yeah, they were they was in a fight. Or they was in a scrap. We're in South Carolina. They was in a scrap. <laughs> And, you know, the angel says, hey, buddy, I got to go. No, you ain't going nowhere. You bless me. Right. And there's a message right there. I, I don't have time to preach that. You know, he's always wanting a blessing, always wanting a blessing. And instead of a blessing, the angel gave him a crack on the, on the hip. Yeah. Now, that don't seem fair, does it? Anyway, I ain't got time to preach that one. But I won't let you go until you bless me. And so they wrestled, and finally the morning's coming. You know the story smack and Jacob had to drag his 
leg around. I don't know how he walked, but I'm sure he didn't walk good. The Bible says he halted on his thigh. And so, and not only that, but after he was broken, his name was changed. And at for before he was broken, he was Jacob, supplanter, cheater. Cheater. We just say it like it is cheater. We won't try to clean it up. He was a cheat. He was a liar. He was a conniver. He was a con man. And after the wrestling match with the angel, God said, you're not a con man anymore. Your name is Israel because as a prince, you have prevailed with God and with man. And he halted on his thigh from that day forward. His name was changed. His walk was changed. And that's not even the best part. The Bible says that from that day on, they, the, the Jewish people didn't eat that part of the, of the thigh, of the hip. They didn't eat that. He changed the diet of generations. If you want to change your generations, when, when you're broken, when you allow God to break you and change your name, change your walk, you will also change your family. The art of broken pieces. Let God put them back together today. Oh, Jesus. Gideon didn't win the victory until the vessels were broken. Put that lamp inside the vessel and Gideon said, okay, y'all do just exactly what I do. Three groups of 100, and they went out and all of a sudden, but the, but the light was inside the vessel. And when, when Gideon finally broke the vessel, the light shone. It had to be broken. God cannot use us. I'm sorry for saying this. I think I'm sorry. I just know it's the truth. God cannot use us until we are broken. We don't like being broken. I know I don't. Ain't no fun. But God will put them back together. I got to hurry. Jesus broke the bread when the people were fed. When that bread was broken, it was not added to, multiplied. When we allow God to break us, he doesn't just add to us, but he multiplies us. The art of broken pieces. But we have to trust the ability of the master sculptor. We have to trust the ability of the Kintsugi artist, Kintsugi artist. You know, I mean, I don't know how you are. I know how I am, I think. Pretty much I know how I am. Sometimes I don't know about me. But, uh, you know, now listen, uh, sir, I, I think that piece go better over there. I, uh, right there. And the artist is saying, 
trust me. Just trust me. Wait till you see what it's going to be like when I'm done working on it. Wait till you see what I'm going to make out of these pieces. <laughs> it's going to be better than you can imagine. He'll do everything necessary to complete the work. And I've been wanting to get to this. Jeremiah, of course, you know I'm going to, you know I'm going to go there. Jeremiah 18, chapter, chapter 18, verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I'll cause you to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hands of the potter, the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter awesome. to make it. Yeah. That's awesome. Praise God. But we, we get on the wheel and we, you know, God's making us into a vase. And we say, you know, God, I'd rather be a pitcher. Uh-huh. Or maybe a catcher, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> or, or, Lord, you know, could you make me just a little bit taller? I would have said that to God. God, could you make me just a little bit taller? Uh, or whatever. But the Bible says the potter made the vessel into the vessel that he wanted to make it into. So many times we want God, we try to force God's hand into making us into something he doesn't have in mind for us. Let God mold you. Let God make you into what he wants you to be. He's the artist, not you. You know what you want. But we have to, as Brother Byer said, we have to let our desires be lost in his desire. We have to, it has to come from the inside out. That was awesome today, by the way. Amen. And he's making it. And something happened to the clay. It just, I don't know if it got stiff. I don't know if it got a, 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 a shard of pottery in it. I, I don't know what happened, but it, there was something wrong. It was marred in the hand. Yeah. Wow. I just thought of this. It was marred in the hand of the potter. While the potter was working on it, it went bad. And so sometimes things happen. It's not us. We didn't do anything wrong. It just happened. We're in the hand of the potter, but it gets fouled up somehow. So the potter doesn't say, oh, I give up and throw it out onto the heap. No, he takes us. Oh, he takes us and mashes us down again. And said, I'm still going to make something out of this lump of clay. And he makes it again. Another vessel has seemed good to the potter to make it. Now, we have to remember the work. I got to hurry. We have to remember the work of the potter. The clay has to be malleable. Is that how you say it? Malleable. Malleable. That's the word I'm looking for. When I'm in Chile, I say, mas facile en inglés. English is easier. Now I'm beginning to wonder. But the clay has to be malleable in the hand of the potter. You have to be, you have to be willing to let God mold you. Now, I've watched potters every now and then, not a lot. 
Uh, I think it'd be fun. I, I think I would enjoy that uh, if I had time. But, you know, sometimes the potter will take a sharp instrument of some kind and he'll take that instrument and cut a groove into the vessel or or he'll shave just a little bit off the edge it's not that just haven't quite doesn't quite have the angle that i wanted so he'll shave it off and you know if that clay had feelings i'm sure it wouldn't be saying thank you that hurts i don't like that listen that's my clay you're you're shaving off of there don't you know what you're doing? And the potter says, just trust me. Just trust me. You don't see what I see. Oh, and when you look at yourself and you see your flaws, as I do when I look at myself, I don't see what God sees. And you don't see what God sees when he looks at you. He sees something beautiful in you. And I don't want this to sound like pop psychology. That's not what well, I'm telling you the absolute truth. God sees something in us that we cannot see in ourselves. God came in the flesh just to do this for us. Isaiah 61 verse 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Yes. To proclaim proclaim liberty liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Are you bound today? He came to proclaim liberty to you. Having a hard time getting rid of the cigarettes, drugs? Jesus came to pro- proclaim liberty. Right. He can set you free. Right. I, I, I've got stories to tell, but I, I I'm not going to go go into it, but to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for Ashes. Don't don't take that off. I'm gonna comment on it. Beauty for ashes. Uh, oh, just about went to Spanish again. Mira. Look, how many how many of you go out and buy ashes? Uh how many of you would get upset if you had oh, a bucket full of ashes and somebody stole them? Right. Why? Because ashes aren't worth anything. Right. Right. It's, it's what the fire has taken. Yeah. And, and the fire has taken everything it wants and left, left nothing but just carbon. Yeah. Right. And God says... Listen, you scrape all that junk up and bring it to me. And let me show you what I can do with ashes. Who can do anything with ashes? Nobody but God. Scrape up the ashes of 
things in your life that have been destroyed. Scrape up the ashes of things that you thought would never come back to life again and take them in your hand and hand them to Jesus and say, Lord, here's a bunch of ashes. I can't do anything with them. What can you do with ashes? And he'll take them and say, let me show you what I can do with ashes. Amen. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You know, this, this garment in some translations, and I think in, in Spanish it says el manto, el manto, or the, the mantle. Now, the mantle in Bible days was a very important uh, garment. It was a piece of cloth about six foot square or so, average. And uh, it was such an important piece of cloth an uh, important piece of their garment that it was illegal to take a man's mantle overnight as a pledge for a debt. If, he, if you loaned him money, you had to give him his mantle back before the night came because he may need it to keep warm. He may need it to cover his head up in a dust storm. He may need it to bind up a wound. He may need it to, uh, to, to filter water with or whatever. It had so many uses. You couldn't keep his mantle and the garment of the mantle of praise for the spirit of heaviness. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what your debt is. It doesn't matter what has happened. It doesn't matter what has gone on. The enemy cannot keep your praise. It's against the law. He has to give it back to you. And so praise him anyhow. We used to sing a song years ago, Hallelujah, anyhow. I never let my troubles get me down. Whatever problems life may bring, I'm going to hold my head up high and sing, Hallelujah, anyhow. Amen. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Why? Why is he going to do this? Not just because he likes us, but that they might be called the trees of righteousness. Not the bushes, not the grass, but the trees of righteousness. On deputation, we went to the Sequoia Forest, Redwood Forest out in California, and there are trees that you can drive, a, literally drive a car through. They've been there for hundreds of years. In, in, in Jerusalem, there's an olive tree that they say was there when Jesus prayed in the garden, heard the prayers of Jesus. So we are the trees of righteousness, something that's going to be around for a while, something that's not going to wither and die and fall over, but the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Why? That he might be glorified. Hallelujah. And then it goes on. Verse 4 says, I don't have it up there, but verse 4 says that we would rebuild the waste cities, the ruins of many generations. My great-grandpa was a drunk. My grandpa was a drunk. My daddy was a, coke, uh, was a crack addict, and I'm having problems with it too. But this says that he would change, rebuild the waste of many 
generations. Just cause granddaddy did, just cause daddy did, doesn't mean you got to. Because this is gonna rebuild the waste of many generations. And only after this, only after the, all of this will the vessel be ready for use. Jeremiah 18.4 And the vessel that was made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter and he made it again. Another vessel has seemed good to the potter to make it. Oh, there's a whole lot more to say there, but I won't go there. It's just that that vessel has got to be put in the heat of an oven. We have to be put in the heat of trial so we can be useful. Second Timothy chapter two, two verse twenty. But in the in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man purge himself from these, he's talking about some vices and some yeah. temptations and things in the verses before that. If he purifies himself from these, he shall be a vessel uh, unto honor, a vessel unto honor, sanctified, meet. For the master's use prepared unto every good yes. work. Yes. Amen. I'm going to read something that that I saw on Facebook. A young woman in our home church posted this. And I, I didn't ask for permission to use this, but she put it on Facebook, so I guess that makes a free game. Anyway, her name is Taylor Stevens. Taylor's dad is, how can I say it? It's kind of different. And uh, uh, I don't know what's happened to her mom. I don't remember. Maybe my wife remembers. But Taylor's had a really rough time growing up. And uh, different things. And she wrote this today, yesterday on Facebook. She said, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that God isn't a way maker or a miracle worker. He turned a broken home into a full home. He turned a girl that thought she didn't have a happy ending to her sadness to a person that is worshiping him. You can't tell me that God doesn't see your brokenness. You can't tell me that the tears you have cried when you had no words that he didn't see. I am a child of God. And no matter how far I ran or what I faced, God was right there with open arms telling me, welcome back. I believe that if you will give your life to God fully, you will see a breakthrough. Chains break, walls come down and pieces come back together. Would you stand? Oh, Lord. I wish I was a singer. But, because I would sing a song. But I won't put you through it. A potter saw a vessel that had been broken by the wind and the rain. 
He sought it with so much compassion to revive it again. He sought it with so much. You remember? Then God picked up the pieces of my broken heart that day. And he made me a new vessel and revived my soul again. Put one of those pictures back up, brother. That's a beautiful bowl. It might have been okay before, pretty blue, aqua on the inside, but it didn't have gold. After it was broken, it's more valuable, much, much, much more valuable now. Now, when you look at that bowl, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Wow, somebody broke a bowl. But then you think, at least I do, wow, somebody was really good to be able to put all that back together. And if you could see the cracks and brokenness that used to be and the gold that has been put in its place, you would know how great the artist is. And so today, if you, if your life is broken, if there are missing pieces in your life, maybe you've been around the church a long time. You see, it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, that, that vessel, it's pretty big pieces, but, but if it was broken in smaller pieces, it would have taken longer to put it all back together. And so sometimes it takes time. God doesn't do it always overnight. But little by little, he adds to us a little bit of gold there, maybe a little, you know, I think, I think some silver looked good right there next to that gold. Wow. And he's working on it, brushing it, sanding it, making it beautiful and usable again. And so today, I don't know who you are, what your needs are, where your life has been and where the problems of life have taken you. But I do know the artist. He's worked on me. You, you can't see, you can't see the brokenness here, but it's there. You can't see it, but it's there. And and I don't know how, and I don't know why. But God, with my life, and and I won't go into it. But with my life, God has put the pieces back together. And, and there's this bowl that's full of cracks and imperfections. And God saw fit to call me to South America. I'm living a dream in South America. I, just, I can't believe and I can't believe still that God called me to be a missionary, but he did. The potter, the artist, put it back together for Dan Barkley. And he can do it for you. So, if you have those pieces today, or you don't have them all, bring what you got to Jesus. Why don't you bring it today? Just come right on up here. The ministry of this church will pray for you. They'll work with you. 
This is a loving church. This is a loving church. And if your life is broken, this is a good place to get things back together. You say, I've tried everything, preacher. Well, maybe so. But if you haven't tried this, give it a try. You just might find it work for you. Oh, Jesus. Amen. Oh, Jesus, I love you today. Thank you, Jesus. If you were encouraged by this message and you would like to connect with Ephesus Church or you would like to get in contact with the leadership of this church, please visit EphesusChurch.com. Thank you for being a part 